Let's go. Let's go. Two takes. Two takes. Welcome to Chapter 3 of Quarantine Cuffing, taking you back to this day one year ago. The date is April 4th, 2020. Well, thank you all very much. This is a very important day. I'll sign the single biggest economic relief package in American history, and I must say, or any other package, by the way. It's twice as large as any relief ever signed. This stimulus package negotiated with the White House includes a cash payment of up to $1,200 for most working Americans and $500 for children. It also expands unemployment insurance for an additional 13 weeks and boosts the benefits by $600 for up to four months. To have it open by Easter. Okay, I would love to have it open by Easter. I I will tell you that right now. I would love to have that. It's such an important day for other reasons, but I'll make it an important day for this. Uh, theory is that we're going to stay out for four or five months, and you can't do that. It's like, you'd destroy our country if you did a thing like that. But I would love to have the country opened up and uh, just raring to go by Easter. Woo! Quarantine! <laughs> no toilet paper in the stores, but they got plenty of champagne. To essential services. Cheers to that. So what should we watch now that I'm caught up on Parks and Rec? Mm, everybody's been talking about that Tiger King show on Netflix. Oh yeah, I've heard about that. I'm seeing it all over my feet. Looks like there's some characters on it. You want to give it a shot? We've got plenty of Limbrusco. All right, fire it up. Eight hours later. Jesus Christ, we stayed up all night watching the fucking Tiger King? I couldn't look away. It was like getting hit by a meteor while watching a car crash. I'm not sure how I'm supposed to feel. I don't feel much of anything. Where's that Lambrusco? I'll find it. Oh, and can we talk about... How that asshole, the Vegas guy with all the hot chicks, got caught with two baby tigers in his house and a shitload of guns, and they let him out the next day. And his sentence, if he broke parole, was for six months. Fucking white privilege, man. You're white privilege. Look at you. I know. I'm part of the problem. And excuse me, which one of those chicks was hot to you? They're all white trash. Also, the eyeliner? They have no idea what they're doing, and they let the cameras run the entire time. Fucking morons. They deserved what they got. I will say this, though. I don't hate Exotic Joe's songs. Yeah, maybe he should have just been a wedding singer instead of an illegal cat-breeding polyamorous egomaniac. Oh no, babe, we're out of Lambrusco. Uh, who cares? I don't need any more booze. I need something to eat. Is there a place we can get something to eat? Yes, there's a diner down the street that makes the best hash browns. 
Oh, say no more. Ah, the great outdoors. Ah, it's so bright. It may not be fresh air, but at least it's not apartment air. I'm a city boy. John Steinbeck can keep his mountains and sunrises. Give me noisy intersections and the glow of a late-night taqueria. Someone's got a pep in their step. <laughs> oh, oh. Soon, some change in my pocket. The stimulus pass. Ugh. What? You got a problem with free money? That kind of help is supposed to be for people who need it. Who doesn't need free money? You're not exactly starving. Don't you feel guilty taking a handout? I'm starving right now. <laughs> hey, think about it like this. Like what? Okay. Okay, say some nights I'd get a talker on the rail for six, seven, maybe a dozen drinks and not just drafts, martinis. Something that you gotta, like, know how to make, you know? And maybe if you're feeling yourself, you do you do it with a little flair, a little show, you know? And then, and then not only... Would they expect prompt service, prompt service, but also an attentive ear? And I'd give it, you know? You know how you know how I love people's stories. Oh, I know. Then, then they'd walk out, and when I cleared their spot, there'd be a single crumpled dollar bill there. People are terrible. Yeah, we all know that. But, okay, but other times, other times, I'd, I'd have a slow day. A Tuesday, nothing going on. And in would walk some tech bro, millennial, who, I don't know, invested in Apple early or something. Like, he'd order something simple, a highball or whatever. I'd slide it over to him, go back to my bar work, and when I'd check in, there'd be a Benjamin across the rim of the glass. That's a baller move. Eh? This just happens to be one of those high ball times, babe. Sure, for you. But here's another here's another angle for you. Let's say one night you're working at the bar, looking all cute like you do, and in walks this big old beer belly of a drunk. Big old voice, big old belly. <laughs> I get it, I get it. You're good at painting a picture. And let's say he's buying double rounds of crown for everybody. Drinks on drinks on drinks. And he's tipping you an extra 20 every time. Oh, I love those guys. Yeah. But then someone comes up and tells you he's using his kid's college fund to pay for this bender. Since when are kids entitled to a college fund? Nah, I, I get it, I get it. That's not cool. No, that's not cool. And guess what? That's your government, Ben. Spending money that's not theirs. Sure, you're getting just the tip, but have you ever thought, where is this all coming from? I mean, I've never been one for specifics. Well, you should start paying attention now, because a dollar today could be costing you two dollars tomorrow. Says who? This situation is unprecedented. Ugh, I'm getting so sick of hearing that word. Just you wait.
upset because you weren't wearing a mask. He was upset because I've been up all night and I look like a drugged out monster. Well, however you look, you're supposed to be wearing a mask. It's not a law. It's a recommendation. And I barely got near them. Maybe not, but you know, people are jumpy. Unless you plan to stay caged in the apartment, you better get used to wearing one. I hate this. Start thinking of it as accessorizing. I feel like I've got a muzzle on wearing this thing. <clears throat> I feel like a sexy surgeon. And you can be my sexy nurse. Scalpel. Why can't I be the sexy surgeon? Sure, sure. Then I'll be the sexy nurse. Or we can both be sexy surgeons. Dr. Benjamin. Mm, it's Dr. Exotic, please. And... Oh, damn. That mask really brings out your eyes. <laughs> Please. Everybody looks hot when all you can see is their eyes. No, I'm serious. It, it kind of gives them the stage. And you know what? They can handle the spotlight. Dr. Exotic, are you flirting with me? <laughs> I just stating the facts. God, could you imagine if we had met with these masks on? In the bar? Oh, how would I have gotten you drunk enough to go home with me? It probably wouldn't have happened. I mean, I'm looking at you now with that thing on, and it's like a mind trick, because I know what a damn fine nose-mouth triangle you're packing under there. <laughs> Guilty as charged. But you just look so muted to me now. Are you saying my charming personality might not have come through? Everyone just looks the same now. We could start robbing banks. <sighs> yeah, I suppose. When do you think we can stop pretending and just go out and be normal again? Well, I don't know. Probably when people aren't dying from this thing. You do realize people are going to be getting sick and die from this for like the next two years, right? It's not just going to end one day and everything will go back to how it was. That mask really does bring out the optimism in your eyes. Don't try to get cute, mister. It doesn't always work on me. Look, more and more people are still getting sick, and none of this is going to get any better if we don't all do our part. This is a serious problem. <sighs> Problems are one thing. The illusion of security is another. Wear gloves, wear a face mask, wash your hands every five minutes. Fist bumps, leg kicks, not handshakes. It's like some bushly cult. Yeah, you're probably right. A lot of this is probably, you know, voodoo-ish, but wouldn't you rather err on the side of caution? People are looking for guidance. Wouldn't it be worse to just kind of shrug it and ignore it? I'm not ignoring it. Sure, the hand-washing seems legit, but the masks? The no contact with others? I don't even know when I'm going to get to see my dad again. 
At what point does the treatment become worse than the disease? I mean, this, this thing could kill half a million of us. Out of 300 million. That's less than a, like, like, less than 1%. I'll take my chances. You don't know how many could die from this. No, I don't. All I know is that trends that are happening tend to keep happening. And so far, the trend has been disorganization and misinformation. I see no reason why that's going to stop anytime soon. And either way, I don't want to stop living my life just because I might die. We all might die, Benjamin. Obviously, Lauren. I really wish you had a more formal name I could go to when I'm being serious. Sorry, I'm not sorry, Benjamin. Uh, sure, it may not be you, it may not be me. We're young and stupid, but if it's someone you know. It's someone's grandmother, someone's daughter, and it's that way for everyone. All 300 million of us. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. Glad this is finally sinking in. No! The diner is closed! Oh no, that's right! Quarantine! Ugh. Everything's fucking closed. I'm so hungry! You're listening to Quarantine Cuffing, taking you back to this day one year ago. It's going to disappear one day. It's like a miracle. It will disappear. And from our shores, you know, it could get worse or it gets better. It could maybe go away. We'll see what happens. Nobody really knows. <sighs> back in the cage. I can't believe we walked all that way for nothing. I am beyond hungry. I'm beyond drunk. I'm beyond hungover. I'm in a new place. Let's order something. I'm over this. We should have done that in the first place. For sure. Oh, okay, let's go. McDonald's! Yes! Neither rain nor sleet nor quarantine. Always open, always delivers. McDonald's for breakfast? Yes, a McGriddle is exactly what I need right now. Ugh, breakfast delivered always arrives cold and soggy. Not at McDonald's. They have perfected the art of delivering hungover breakfast sandwiches. Look, look, look at this menu. <gasps> oh, fuck balls. They got a sausage McMuffin with pimento cheese on it? That's what I'm saying. They've really stepped up their breakfast game. So can you, can you please pick something and hit order? Okay, okay. There. It's in. Thank you. God, I am so hungry I could eat a tiger. Not saying I would, but saying I could. Dr. Exotic probably has. <laughs> Who's that calling you this early on a Saturday, your mother? Mm. Oh, nah, I mean, I, I think the food's here. Already? That was fast. Whatever, I'm gonna go get it. Hey. Hey, I, I thought I told you not to call me anymore. No, I told you. I'm gonna be in Boston for a few weeks. Because I just am, okay? Ben! Hey, I gotta go. The food's not down there. What? It's not? Who are you just on the phone with? It was the, I mean, it's a, I, the, uh, the, the driver. Yeah, he was calling to say it wasn't down there yet. I'm, it's going to be a little longer. How much longer? Uh, I'm 
Yeah, let me check the app. Oh, fuck. What now? The food was delivered. Ben, what the hell is going on? Uh, it's delivered to my apartment in San Francisco. What? You forgot to change the delivery address. I forgot? You were rushing me. I'm gonna kill you. Lauren, you, you've got that Carol Baskin look in your eye. Thank you for joining us for the third chapter of Quarantine Cuffing, starring Lauren Quinn and Ben Baco. Produced by Brian Bobskminski and Cam Meekins. Written by me, S.J. Pederudi. Thank you for joining us, and make sure you tune in for Chapter 4. Okay. Woo! That was good. Yeah, that felt good.